Support for this episode of Tap That AZ is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide, it's approximately 14 million balls if I did the math right, who trust Manscaped. With this exclusive offer, you're going to get 20% off and free shipping worldwide with the code TAPTHATAZ at manscaped.com. Now, my wife loves a landscaped undercarriage, but more than once, I've nicked my family jewels and it's not fun. But now, my Performance Package 4.0 has arrived and man, it is a game changer. Inside this package, you're going to find the Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. Let's start with the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming and dare I say the best ball trimmer ever? Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof and has a LED spotlight that helps you get a more precise shave. A flashlight on a ball trimmer? Hell yeah. Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. But that depends on the density of your forest. If it's been a while, you might want to think that through so you don't end up with a clogged drain. Now you thought that was good, but you want to take your grooming game even to the next level. The performance package also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Trimmer. Make sure you're trimming up those ear hairs and those nose hairs. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Revival Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas. Your balls will thank you. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers, in the shed travel bag. It's time to take care of yourself, so go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code TAPTHATAZ. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. This is actually my first time in the new spot. Awesome. Yeah, this place is uh, this is pretty incredible. I knew it was going to be, right? <laughs> That's the way Huss rolls. But uh, now nah, this is really cool. So we're downtown. What is this, Monroe? And yes, Monroe between Second and Third Street at the Phoenix Convention Center. So, yeah, uh, yeah, we're we're right about uh, eight months in. Okay. Uh, to this uh, really kind of unique project. Yeah. Um, one of the uh, cool things about it was the city of Phoenix really wanted to um, really kind of get into. Leaning into local, okay. you know, it's uh, one of the things that they did at the airport, whereas if you ever uh, go to yes. Terminal 4, Terminal 3, you'll see a lot of local restaurants, breweries yep. that are all there. And um, when this kind of gig came up, it was actually pre-COVID, um, and uh, they looked at, they wanted a local business yeah. to come into the convention center, but was also facing outside. Yeah. So it gave us this opportunity. So we joined up with them in this joint project with the city of Phoenix, as well as the um, Aramark who's the convention center okay. um, food people that kind of run the show over here. Yeah. And uh, with that. So what's different about the airport dig is those are normally, how do I put it? They're normally like um, 
licensing kind of deals. Yeah, it's not actual like the people. It's like, not actually yeah, the people. Yeah. You kind of there's other people. They kind of utilize. They license your name and they utilize it like that. Yeah. The difference in this gig is we wanted to make sure if we were going to do something like this that we did actually have full control. Okay. Yeah. So we wanted to make sure that we actually ran the show, all of our people, our management team, our staff, so that we could really make sure that we were telling our story, make sure that our people are talking about the beer creating the food menu, yeah. really kind of getting it out there. So it's a lot of something, you know, it's a lot of time and COVID really kind of put a wrench in things for a while there. Sure. So we were about two years behind from when we wanted to open, but we did get open yeah. and uh, now we're ready. And uh, interestingly enough, um, the Super Bowl um, NFL experience is actually going to be held right here at oh, the nice. convention center. Oh, nice. So it's going to be pretty nuts. Um, yeah. So pretty much that whole week um, from like February 4th all the way through February 11th, um, most days the NFL experience is going to be happening okay. right here. So yeah. it's um, free to people, a fantastic family-friendly event um, in there. And um, that's actually one of the reasons that Greg's here today and Kristen's yeah. here today um, because we were looking at that whole week and what we're able to do. And we started thinking about, yes, downtown here is going to have the Phoenix, the, sorry, the NFL experience. What about other parts of town? Sure. And it's a a huge city. (laughs) And, um, you know, in a very fortunate, you know, turn of events, Greg actually reached out to me. What was it, Greg? Like four months ago, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. And, Sitting um, at DC. Yeah, I think we were. Yeah, yeah. we were having a couple of drinks. And nah. um, yeah, yeah <laughs> all the best ideas come over a couple of beers. I'm right? telling you, this actually is a fact. Yeah, all right, yeah. that is not something that is false at all. It's very true. But uh, Greg, yeah, he kind of approached me. Tell me, I mean, you, I know you said, kind of, you know, what was your thoughts on this all? How did this whole thing come together? You know, Lone Tree Golf Club's down in South Chandler, and uh, you know, we've been there. We've been open for. 23 years now. It's just started our 23rd year. Nice. And uh, I've been lucky enough to play in the Phoenix Open a few times and, and, you know, been a part of the whole program, which is always really cool. But it got to the point where I was like, if I'm not playing, I'm not going. Unless one of my buddies is playing. And, <laughs> like in a unless, stubborn way. Like, yeah, going, exactly. <laughs> and so. It's so crazy, right? Yeah. And, and, and the, the few times that I have gone, uh, you know, I've been fortunate enough to go in some VIP stuff and, and have some real, real great experiences. But you're right. Just the driving up there and, and parking and doing everything. It's it's awesome. But, hey, man, I'm getting old. And so I said, we got to do something with the golf course. And I said, you yeah, know, I'm just sitting there. And we were after we played, I said, we could literally do a really cool program with bleachers on number nine because it's right by the clubhouse and do some cool things there. We start brainstorming. We were just sitting there like, we could do, you know, uh, and in my hometown of Rochester, Minnesota, we do, we've done a million-dollar shootout with, the, actually, it's perfect, one of the guys that works with us, Bill Watson, Waddy, and he said, yeah, we could do it here, and kind of just sat there, talked about it, and and uh, kind of drew it up on a little piece of paper, and then literally saw Chip the next night, and I said, hey, I got this concept I'm thinking about doing, and He's like, well, that makes sense. You know, there's, you're going to have the NFL experience. You're going to have the waste management. You're going to have all these things. But there's really no other real festival or any program. So I was talking to Chip about it. And then we just, I have an incredible relationship with PXG. And I reached out to them. And they were just like Chip was, uh, just 100% on board. And yeah. so just started growing the deal. And, hey, this is our first year. 
and you bring on Kristen, the expert, and and uh, you know we're we're super excited. Um, I always say you know we have a ton of events at the golf course, right? And I always remind people, hey, it's your first year, you're building something. Yeah. Um, the concept is great. Everything about it, the golf experience, PXG, Huss, the golf course itself, million-dollar shootout, qualifying, and that turned it into a golf festival that Saturday. It's going to be awesome. So we're super excited about that first year, but that's the concept. Come out and play that week. Try to qualify. Qualify Saturday night. We have a DJ out there. We'll have East Coast Joe's Lobster Truck out there along with all our food Ooh. and all the Huss brewing beers and and Some we're gonna these. have a we're gonna have a blast, right? <laughs> we're gonna have a blast, and then somebody might get lucky and walk away with a million dollars. Yeah, I'm really interested in that because I'm like, you guys just play till somebody hits the hits. Oh, no, I'm like, that would go until next year. I'm like afraid that down. insurance would be a million dollars. Well, how how did the, until somebody gets? Uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm I'm kind of, I'm not much of a golfer. Uh, I'm more of a ride in the golf cart and drink some beers, and yeah. I'm good for about nine holes, and then I lose focus and just you know, it's I called mean, drunk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I call it losing focus, Chip. Uh, That's when I get better. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Well, Kristen, so how how did what did you think when they reached out to you? Well, because well, I, we didn't even introduce ourselves, right? I mean, this is Chip from Huss, mm-hmm. right? We got Greg from. Uh, Lone, Lone Tree Golf Club. Lone Tree Golf Club. And we have... Kristen with Beta Agency. One of the most badass agencies out there. <laughs> Thank <right>? you. <laughs> uh, so what, it, what, it, what do you do? What does Beta Agency do? Uh, so we're an event coordinating business. Started yeah. out last year. Have already done a few events, mainly towards uh, the craft beer industry, just because that is my niche. Yeah. Um, but eventually doing, you know, reaching out to the golf community now, too. And, you know, thanks for my sports background. I do have a lot of understanding in that. Yeah. Um, and it just helps to definitely be well-rounded and meet new awesome people like Greg here today. Yeah. What's your sports background? I didn't know that. Uh, I was a collegiate softball player. Hello. Where'd you play? Uh, GCC for two years in the okay. Colorado. Nice. Mm-hmm. The buff- you were a Buffalo? Mm-hmm. Well, then blew- I blew my knee out like halfway through the season. And uh, came back home and now I do, you know, slow pitch, but it's still competitive depending still on who you ask. You're still a badass, <laughs> Kristen. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So how, what did you think when they reached out? Like, hey, we're going to have some beers and we're going to see if somebody can get a hole in one for a million dollars. I love the content. <laughs> um, after Greg kind of told me about how the layout was going to be at the ninth hole being right behind the clubhouse, there's a ton of areas to be able to do fun activations with the bleachers. We're going to give a PXG golf experience uh, on there. Like right by the ninth hole is a driving range. So Trackman will be out there with PXG and you'll be able to like digitally and technology uh, driven. Technologically. Technologically. (laughs) Technology. (laughs) Um, uh, And and be able to watch where your ball goes and and learn your swing that way. So that is really cool because I've never had that uh, to be able to do it. And I mean, you know, old school, I'm aging myself here. I wish I would have had that when I played softball back in the day. (laughs) Instead of videotaping yourself and the old school cameras before even they had it on phones. For sure. I had Uh, to put tape. When I played football, I had to put tape around my leg so that I could see which one I was (laughs) on the field. (laughs) Because it was the camera. This is late 90s. Like, the cameras were, like, up on top of the... Yeah, so uh, technology is... It's, it's advanced a long way. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited to see the track, man. You know, all the golf lovers are absolutely and do love that. Um, there's also going to be 
a putting green area where you can be able to practice your short swing. Yeah. Um, Hus tents will be there, a DJ, like Greg said, and a, it's a family-friendly fr- event, too. Yeah. And tickets, they start at $15. Oh, You're not going to be able to see that anywhere yeah. throughout the entire Can I weekend. expand on that real quick? Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that I think really, you know, when Greg talked about how this whole thing started out and how it grew... I thought it was really cool. And I think all of us, when it really hit on the word you just said, family, how do we make a family-friendly event? So it started out, like you said, building around this million-dollar shootout with, yeah, you know, better golfers and that sort of thing. But then we were like, well, what about all the rest of the people that are not great golfers but love golf? Or even non-golfers. Or not golfers who just want to just come outside. How are we going to create a family-friendly event on the Saturday before the big game Yeah, in – down to not in sorry in southeast um, of the valley, yeah. right in Chandler, off of what is it, Riggs and Gilbert Riggs Road, and Gilbert, yep. Riggs and Gilbert Road, and have something where people can get there, not have to deal with all that traffic going up to Scottsdale. Because Eric, if you think about it real quick, and you look at the entire valley, right during that weekend, you, we've seen all the madness from yeah. you know Shaquille O'Neal's parties and Snoop Dogg parties at Talking Stick to. Sports Illustrated and Vanity Fair parties in Scottsdale. Now, I'm sure, you know, not everybody's like you that gets the VIP tickets sure. to the Vanity Fair party. <laughs> but it, but it spoils us, right? But like it does. Say, yeah. right? Greg, I know he's <laughs> on the VIP list pretty much everywhere he goes. You know, he's uh, Shaq's plus one most places. But, um, but the reality is most people can't access those things. Yep. You know, most people during that weekend can't go or, or either can't or don't want to go to waste management just because it's so crazy. Yeah. Now, a ton of people are going to go. Right. It's the, that's why it's the People's Open. Yeah. I love going every single year. Sure. And I will plan on going probably during the week or something along those lines. But imagine being able to do something on that Saturday and, again, not at Westgate, not downtown with the Elephant Experience. Yeah. We're a huge city. We're going to have hundreds of thousands of people coming in town. And so it's not just even for the residents. It's for those folks that are even from coming in from out of town yeah. that maybe, hey, it's a Saturday. What time does it start? 3 o'clock? It's 3, 3 to 9 p.m. 3 to 9 p.m. on that Saturday, the uh, 11th. Um, you got the actual shootout around 5, 5.30. Yep. Before that, like we said, all the putting green things, all of we're making it a golf festival. And yeah. You haven't heard of something like when that. When he said right? festival, I was like, okay, I've heard of golf tournaments yeah, or a beer sure. festival, but not a golf festival. It's, we think it's Heck one yeah. of the one of the first ones that I, I can think of that yeah. you know has really been done around here, and it's really again for the love of golf and having a neighborhood local, you know, iconic standout like Lone Tree. Yeah. You know, everybody I know has played there. I've been playing there for years, yeah. and you know, Greg's provided that for the neighborhood and for the city of Chandler. Um, and Gilbert to be able to kind of have this neighborhood place where you can go. So now imagine for all of those tens of thousands of families that are like, what are we going to do? Because everybody wants to do something that weekend. Sure. You yeah. know, you want to be adjacent to all of it somehow. That vibe is going on. You want to yeah, yeah. yeah. just be sitting at home, yeah. right? So you want to get out. And this is a perfect opportunity, I think, for people to say, hey, you know what? Saturday afternoon, it's a cheap ticket. Pack the, bring the kids. Um, you know, we're obviously super proud that we're going to be serving our beers. We've got a couple of new beers, which we'll talk about here in a second, Heck yeah. that we're going to be debuting out there at uh, Lone Tree. Um, yeah, you got the little Husk Golf Ball. Heck yeah, I that's like your, that. That's your take-home so cool. that's that's take prize. That's the winner right there. Callaway, though. I, really, I need Titleist. Oh, you need Titleist. You can't use Callaway. It's not in my contract. <laughs> Look at this guy. I told you he was Shaq one with his contract. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, but at the end of the day, you know, I think that 
what we're all most excited about is family and uh, doing that. You know, Hus Brewing as a company, you know, Jeff and Lee Hus started this. You know, we're actually celebrating our 10 years Heck yeah. this year. That's awesome. Um, in 2023. Um, started in 2013 as a family affair. And anytime we can make and bring our beer into a situation that is going to really kind of shine the spotlight on family-friendly, just wholesome, good fun, and that's yeah. what golf is. Yeah. You know, golf is, no matter how good you are, I, what I love about golf is it is, it's open arms. They want to bring everybody in. Yeah. And matter of fact, I'll ask Greg real quick to talk. One of the charities we've got involved, um, Eric, on this is First Tee, right? Yeah. Okay. And um, First Tee, you want to, I mean, let it, because yeah. I think it jives right into why it's so important that, Everybody kind of is attracted to this game that is really for everybody yeah. and uh, has just grown and grown and grown over the years. Yeah, first tee of Phoenix, um, and uh, we're touching out to Tucson too, but the first tee in general. We're a, uh, we're a host for the first tee, and the first tee is a, a youth program that introduce everybody that wants to get involved in golf, introduce them golf, and, and more importantly, teach them about life and uh, you know, they have all these core fundamentals that they go through that aren't just for golf and teach kids how to really get involved in the game and grow up. And golf is it's, it's the best game. It's the greatest. I mean, you go out there, you learn about people right away. And, you know, uh, I've been in golf since I've been in high school. And uh, I'll tell you one thing, because of the game of golf, I've never been late for anything. <laughs> um, because that's life to me. Yeah. It's it's all about showing up. You got to be on time. And in golf, you're not on time. Guess what? You don't play. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. And uh, so that's one of the core values. I know that they talk about is responsibility and all that with first tee. So for us to bring them in, uh, which we're already a huge part at Lone Tree. We've had oh, I can't even think about how many kids that have gone through the first tee program all the way into our ping inner club all the way into our uh you know youth on course and and everything into high school and and we've produced a ton of college golfers so you, you hit it right on the head it's family and you can grow up at a golf course and, and the first tee is great introduction for that and so we married them into the program they're gonna the more people that come out the more proceeds they'll get nice yeah so uh you put all that together, and, and uh, it's going to be a great day to hang out at Lone Tree. Yeah. And you start checking those things off. You know, you start really looking at it. You know, everybody's time is valuable. You know, everybody's family time is valuable, when you, especially when you work during the week. Those weekend things, what are you going to do? So, you know, imagine if you can get the kids, you know, away from the video games yeah. for a couple hours. <laughs> imagine. You know, imagine. imagine. <laughs> you know, and actually, you know, get them out and into yeah. together as a family. And come on down and, you know, and enjoy something like that with, like I said, the music, you know, all of the food, the lobster trucks, and all of the great food that Lone Tree already serves. Um, being able to have those, all those interactive games. You know, Kristen, you, meant, you mentioned um, some of those games. You know, Greg said earlier about what our friends who were at PXG. A lot of people don't realize that PXG is one of the major golfing companies. is based right here. Yeah. You know, oh, in God. Phoenix. You know, I mean, and it's, it's amazing that such a, you know, an iconic and, you know, just influential golf company 
would want to, you know, be involved in something like yeah. this. Because, but at the same time, their goal is the same as ours. Yep. They want to attract more people to the game, too. Yeah. You know, they see the value in this that, hey, you know, if we can get some folks and their families down here, you know, they'll have little um, golf fitting areas. If you wanted to say, hey, we want to fit myself for a new club or a new putter, and you can know you can get it and visit one of their area stores. If you've never picked up a golf club before, you know, one of the things I was talking to Tyler at PXG, that's one of their big things. You know, a lot of people think like, oh, you can't have a PX set of PXGs unless you're, you know, a super professional like golfer. you've earned it. you got to yeah. earn it, yeah. <laughs> it's not the case. They're actually very, very interested yeah. in getting people in at the amateur and never played before level like because that. they yeah. want to teach them to show them how much fun this game is, yeah. you know, and, you know, and how it can do it. And so being able to put all of that together in just this interactive festival that, uh, that we think is just going to be a blast. You know, and and with that, I think it's just really cool. I guarantee and just it. all of it. I mean, I guarantee you. You you think about when you want to introduce some somebody to something, you know, sport, whatever it is, right? You walk into the golf course and you got water, you got trees, you got ducks, you got some music going, you got some bean bags going, you got a lobster truck. I mean, it'd be like. This is what golf is. <laughs> That's a true. Good like, point. And because so many people didn't, they some people still have this think that this is just like a country club, rich, out of touch, only waste the rich of guys, time. All yeah, the, you know, only playing this. Yeah. And you know what you said? I mean, you, you hit it right on the head. And I I've been saying this for years, and and it's grown a lot. Nine holes is so underrated, yeah. and we push that so much in the afternoons and. Nine and wine, nine and a hus. Yeah. Uh, come out and you don't have to spend five hours out there. You can whip around in two hours. I mean, just anything we can do to introduce those people into this game and then give them options, that's all we're looking for. Yeah. I like that. I like that, though, right? Because it can be intimidating, right? Because it yep. is a, you know, you take a couple swings at the driving range, you're like, jeez, I have. I pulled my shoulder and I haven't even hit the ball one time, right? Uh, but it's but it's intimidating. Then you go out there with you know I go out with Mike, my father-in-law. He golfs two three times a week, and then I see him hack at it too. I'm like, ah, all right, he's I like, you know, <laughs> I can do this. It's yeah. not easy. Yeah, uh, it's not. It, it is not. But it, it like you said, you learn a lot about people. You learn about people's patience, right? And you learn about their temper, right? Integrity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, but no, I like that. I like that approach. That that the approachability of it. And uh, I told my buddy about you know I was coming to do this podcast, and and he was like. PHX or PXG. See, I don't need, I'm like, yeah, are they, it's like, they're badass. Like they're big yeah. time. I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Um, so I got to get him down to your golf course. Though. I don't know if he, he's ever been to yeah, your spot. Absolutely. But, uh, so, so uh, Greg, tell us a little bit about your, so you've been playing golf you said, since high school, mm-hmm. Rochester, Minnesota. Where is that in, is that a suburb? Of- uh, so it's just South of Minneapolis. It's okay. home of the world famous Mayo Clinic, which is okay. up in Scottsdale. Yeah. My wife grew up in Western Minnesota. That's why I was what asked. part? Uh, like around like Detroit Lakes area. Oh yeah, Perm. Awesome. Yeah, oh, awesome. I love it up there. That's yeah, the greatest. Yeah, best place to be in the summer. Yeah, I don't oh, want to be there so, right now. Yeah, it, it's it's incredible yeah. up there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, you know, I grew up playing hockey and golf in Minnesota, and uh, ended up coming down and playing golf at ASU, and try to play professionally for a while with. Uh, Less than limited success, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but to had, play Division One golf—that's yeah. That's I mean, it, yeah. And I was my my dear friend just passed away. He was an All American at ASU, Tony Grimes, 
And uh, he was all-conference, all-American, and he used to say that, Greg, just a reminder, you were an all-so-ran. Uh, I, <laughs> I didn't like that. But, but I wouldn't have traded anything for playing. You know, I was only there for a year and a half because I played two years of hockey in Minnesota. But, um, you know, my background, I got to Arizona and uh, ended up working, playing golf, and took a job with uh, Pulte Homes for their golf courses, and they were building Lone Tree, and it was an opportunity for me to get my foot in the door with the hopes of possibly getting in there at ownership, okay. and uh, we made that happen 18, 18 years ago, and okay. despite my management, we're still open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they understood that, that you, you bring a good heart to it, right? Exactly. They're like, he means well. Yeah, he's, he's a nice guy. Well. He's a nice guy. <laughs> He's not too sharp, but he's fine. <laughs> he's all right. Yeah. You can get through it. He's a nice so, guy. That's incredible. So you've been you've been owner of, of Lone Tree for 18 years. Yeah, I had one yeah. business partner, and uh, he passed away eight years ago. Okay. And he was my best friend. He was my golfing buddy. And uh, I somehow talked him into doing it. And, uh, man, we've just, you know, we've, we've just had a blast. It's... Uh, Owning a golf course is uh, what I always wanted to do. Uh, I don't think I was ever going to get super rich doing it, sure. but <laughs> I wake up and I get to do what I want every day, and yeah. I wouldn't trade that for anything. Heck, yeah. And you get to meet wonderful people like this yep. and bring some great beers to your golf course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the of things. Yeah, and, and, I've, and, you know, we talk about this connection with everything. I think that that's, you know, I mentioned earlier in the podcast about how, the city of Phoenix wanted to, you know, really lean into local. Yeah. One of the biggest um, points of pride for me and, uh, you know, and Kristen, too, I think, you know, because, you know, she's on the board of directors of the Arizona Craft Brewers Guild. Heck, yeah. You know, she's done so much for the craft beer community over the years is how much and how much synergy and how much connection happens between local businesses. Yeah. You know, and, you know, Greg is always, you know, over the, all of these years you know, has supported small local businesses, breweries like ours, you know, and done that. And I think that that's such an important thing. The fact that he was the one that reached out to me, asking me, saying, hey, you know what? We've got PXG involved. We want to get a beer person involved. They could have gone to one of the big guys. But he says, you know what? No, I'd rather go to another local company. And I think that's so important. You know, when we look at some of our beers, you know, Papago Orange Blossom, everybody obviously knows that. You know, it's one of our, you know, most famous beers and one of the most popular beers in Arizona. Yep. You know, Scottsdale Blonde, which we pour down there at uh, Lone Tree, as long as Juicy Juicy IPA. So many different beers, you know. And, you know, some of the new ones we want to actually bring out at the uh, golf festival and shootout is that blueberry wheat, Ooh. you know. So we yeah. see it front and center. Is that healthy then? Because it's blueberries? If I say that it's healthy... <laughs> Can you, am I held liable? I'm not sure. I, I, that's not my role. Because I think I you just leave it out there. There's some fruit in there. <laughs> that's fruit. It contains so real like, fruit. Yeah, so there's yeah. real fruit, which you means vitamin wholesome. C. Wholesome. Yeah. Wholesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Farm I've got to stay away, I think I gotta stay away from the word healthy. But, well, too uh, late. We've got something that doesn't look But uh, doesn't look, look quite. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but, uh, but it is. And we talk about local stuff, you know, and, you know, local beer and local food and, you know, and... And just how all of us together, you know, in our community can kind of work together. Yeah. And I think that's what's so important about this. You know, we, we keep coming back to this festival and experience for on the, on the 11th. But I think it all, again, comes and builds from so much more. Sure. 
you know, yeah. you talked about the lobster truck that's going to be yeah. out there um, with that. You know, we've actually, we talk about food and what we do, and it just happens to be appropriately that Madison just brought us a couple of uh, <laughs> menu items that we're really proud of. And interestingly enough, Greg was just talking about being from Minnesota. Yeah. What's the most famous fish in Minnesota? It's the walleye, baby. Walleye, baby. Oh, uh, yeah. So what we decided to do, can I, show, can Ooh, I, can I put that up real quick? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what we actually do here, and I'm going to show that since it's on camera, you can actually Look see. Look at that. Yeah. If you're just listening, make sure you go to YouTube and watch the video. And watch the video. You can mouth water. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things we did was um, every pub and every brewery in the world in America has fish and chips. Yeah. Most fish and chips are cod, beer battered, kind of the same thing. They're good. Everybody loves it. But, you know, Leah and I, Leah Huss and I wanted to try and do something a little bit different. So, you know, Leah grew up in central, um, um, central southern Illinois, in Springfield. And so Illinois, just like along a lot of those other Midwest states, their fish to go to fish is walleye. So she yeah. grew up eating this, and she's like, what if we did fish and chips with that? So we actually got this special breading called Andy's Breading, which is only available up there in, um, in the Illinois area. Oh, nice. And we take and we actually get real whole walleye fillets, and we actually skin them and actually butcher them in-house, take them out debone, and do that. So, Greg, why don't you do me a favor? Just pull a bite off of that and dip right. that in there. You're <laughs> the old walleye doing the, finger, right? Okay, the old, yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want you to give us your professional... Your professional opinion as a Minnesotan okay. on how you this. Want tartar um, sauce. Yep, you gotta have tartar sauce. Yep, yep. And he's taking a bite. It's got a nice crunch to it. Sound effects. Looks wise. incredible. <laughs> How's that, my friend? That's as good as any pub up in Minnesota. There you go. So oh, nice. That's what we're talking about. On their way up. Heck yeah. yeah. We we do a once every three months a walleye fish fry for all our Minnesota Wisconsin people. Yep. It's sold out every, every time. single I mean, time. Like, right? <laughs> you ran out of walleye? Yeah, well, yeah. You gotta come early. It is. Like, you <laughs> gotta come excellent. early. Thank wow. you. So good. And that I really appreciate good. that. So, and that's you know, and again, the taking the care. I think that's what it is. You know, yeah. Taking the care to you know put food out that is you know not just you know out of a bag and into a fryer, but you know taking the time to really do. That's what we've really tried to do. You know, even from something as simple as grilling the lemon. You know, on there to get that fresh, so it actually releases the juices a little bit better. See all, all the extra guy. juice this comes guy's out. A pro, what he yeah, does, man. We know what we're doing. Yeah, it's nice. We're not. You know that much about a walleye? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I took uh, a lot, a lot of time learning. What's learning the about second it. word with walleye? There in what family of fish do you know? Um, actually, pike. <laughs> yes. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know a little bit. Don't Just a little yeah. bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, let's take a yeah. break real quick. Uh, I'm going to switch out my battery, sure. and we'll, we'll keep this rocking. I've been eating walleye since I was four years old. <laughs> <laughs> my mother-in-law loves walleye. There's a place right up by us uh, up in North Phoenix called Q-Bar. Mm-hmm. It's a dive, right? But they get, they get walleye. Yeah, they do the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting. You don't know what you're going to get at 11 <laughs> o'clock on a Saturday morning. <laughs> Were they here from last night? Or? <laughs> we, used to, we, we used to go to one after hockey, after beer league hockey, in, um, in Chandler. It was a biker bar, and we went there after hockey to have beers and eat walleye. Oh, man. And they'd see us walking in there. <laughs> <laughs> with your Eight hockey gear on. In, you know, with our hats, sweating. And what are they coming in here at 1130, <laughs> looking like they just got in a fight and... Hey, Chip, don't there, do it. I'm going to get one more bite of that. I, I didn't get any with the grilled, uh, with the course, grilled uh, lemon no, on there. Lemon. Uh, I know. Uh, we're rolling you. again. We're rolling. I just hit oh, the we're we got, Yeah, heck yeah. All right. Okay. 
So I'm not, my mother-in-law is going to lose her mind when she knows that you guys do this. <laughs> That's legit. Yeah. Yeah. It's legit. I like that. This man says he's been eating walleye since he was four years old, and he says it's legit. I'm happy. It's actually interesting because we have so many people that visit from out of town. Obviously, we're a very transient state, and a lot of ton of people come from everywhere. Um, but so many come from the Midwest. You know, so many people from... Minnesota, so many people from Chicago, so many yep. people from, you know, especially Chicago. North and South Dakota. You know, North and South Dakota, just Whistle. so many. Yeah. And it blows my mind how many people here, even in our restaurant, when they come in and they're like, walleye, we'll see about that. Yeah. And then they always order it, and right after they eat it, and I'm like, what do you think? And they're always just like, wow, that uh, tastes like home. Because their bar is so high. Their like, bar they're like, is you better so bring your incredibly yeah. high, you know? And, you know, and it's one of the things that, you know, Again, it's the simplicity of it. You know, we could have gone, you know, a very simple way. We chose to be able to do something, a little bit of extra work. But, again, it's just really the fish. Yeah. That really good breading, cooked right yep. with, um, I said, some fresh lemon, and it's perfection. Good, yeah. good tartar sauce um, that we do. It's the same thing that we did with our burger, you know. Um, it took us a long time to get this burger right. Because yeah. you kind of think, you say, everybody can do a burger. Yeah. You know, um, but... It was it was interesting. There's actually a movie that just came out called The Menu. I'm not sure if you've seen it. Or not. I heard about it. Yeah, I heard a lot of it. Kind of a little off, wild, crazy. It's a horror this, movie, right? Yeah, it's a I horror. Should, it's uh, kind of like food. a horror movie, yeah. but <laughs> without spoiling anything for anybody, even though this is not a movie podcast. <laughs> but just Someone's going to be pissed, gets Jeff. really pissed off. <laughs> oh, man. Come on, Jeff. Can't believe you spoiled it for me. But... Uh, <laughs> I'll put right before that Never part, I'll put a spoiler alert. Yeah. Okay. Um... But it was interesting just, you know, and again, Lee and I, when we were experimenting this with this, this burger is our number one selling item okay. behind after the, behind the um, walleye. So walleye's number yeah. one. No, no, walleye's top. actually number two. Okay. This okay. actually is number one. Oh, okay. Um, and it's because it's a simple, perfect smash burger. Uh, you know, all we do is take, you know, real 100% ground beef, season it a little bit, smash it on the grill, on that flat top, get a nice little crust on it. You know, and then on a perfect soft potato bun, we got a little special sauce with it. Lettuce, shredded lettuce, tomato. The key to the whole thing, real American cheese. Oh, that yeah. That melts perfectly. Heck, yeah. And you you will be so surprised how many top-level chefs that live in town come in here, you know, for a beer before they go into the game. Yeah. And they get this burger, and they're like, good Lord. <laughs> what? And it's a burger, <laughs> Yeah, you know, but again, it's the simple things, you know, and yeah. you know, and I think that that's kind of what's so cool, just about what we do. You know, beer is a simple concept. Yeah, you know, it doesn't have a lot of ingredients, a lot of add-ons. It's just how you care about it and how you take care to make it. Same thing with the food. Same thing with the beer. Same thing with a simple game like golf. Yeah. You know, you know, there's a ball. You hit it. Put it in the hole. How <laughs> hard can that possibly be? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's burger. Very, what is it? You throw some cheese on it with a bun. Yeah, nah. I mean all of these things. But that's the beauty, I think, of most things in life that are, you know, some of the best things are the most simple things. You yeah, know, any chef sure. um, will tell you the one of the hardest things to do is either cook one egg or roast a chicken. They'll tell you that. That's the test. Yeah. Because you can't hide behind anything. Jeff Huss, when he makes his beers, always says the same thing. You know, we're known for things like Scasso Blonde and now our new Rio Salado Mexican Lager. And, you know, if you have a big, deep, dark stout, you can put all kinds of things in there oh, and yeah. you can get away with murder. Yeah. You know, Jeff always used to say, yeah, you could hide a dead cat in a stout. Nobody <laughs> would even know about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, 
You know, I, thought, I should probably say public service announcement. The there, there are no dead cats in our beer. <laughs> that's the secret no to Jeff's. Yeah. 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 No, no, exactly. Yeah. No animals were harmed during this podcast. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, I think it's the simplicity of it, you know, and, um, and that's really what it's all about. And I think that, again, you know, when you approach, you know, anything that you're doing, you know, from a simple standpoint, which is, like, you, know, you know, coming back to this, you know, the Lone Tree shootout, yeah. you know, it was just a simple idea. That, you know, Greg and his friends had. It was like, well, how hard would this be to pull off? And I think that, Kristen, you just done such a great job of, you know, just kind of taking a simple idea and just putting some bones on it and some flesh on it and saying, okay, here we go. Yeah. Because now the key is why we're here talking to you, you know. Now the key is just getting the word out. Yep. Hopefully people that are watching and listening to the podcast, telling their friends, um, you know, go to the web. What's the website? If you go on the Lone Tree Golf Lone Tree Golf 18, is it? Lone Tree Golf 18.com. 1 8. So Lone Tree Golf 18.com. You simply go to that website, simple again, and you'll see a pop up comes up, and it's as easy as that. You know, yeah. get your tickets, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, you can let them know, say, hey, you know what? I know what we're doing on Saturday before the big game. Heck yeah. You know, yeah. that's what we're all going day down there. there. You know, I mean, all that, that's nice. You can tool around, hit some balls, have a few husk beers, eat some food. Go back out there, hit some more putts. We'll have bags out there. We'll, I mean, it's and that's all included, right? In the yeah, fifteen bucks, you, you just get yeah. in here and and you check it all out. Yeah, you, know, you just gotta, you know, we have some VIP stuff where you get some food and drink. But yeah, yeah, there'll be a you, giveaway. You get, yep, yeah, we're gonna have all kinds of prizes, drawings, and nice, and then culminates with uh, twenty five people. And that's the other thing. So the qualifying will be on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, if you're on the golf course. So you can go play golf. You try to qualify on the golf course on hole number two. Well, Greg, I'm not, I can't play that. I can't play that that time or whatever. We're also going to do some happy hours on uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday on the range. We can come out and we'll have some qualifiers on the range, too. So... You know, it's not just Saturday. Okay. Saturday's the culmination, but qualify all week. And you can hang out all uh, every day, play some golf. Like, like I said, you don't have to play golf, um, but you come down to the driving range. Those will be on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday from 3 to probably 4.30. Okay. So for people that can't play or, or don't want to play, they just want to come give it a shot. Yeah. They can come try to qualify on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday on the driving range checkout facility and then hopefully you'll be coming back on saturday to to give it a shot how do you qualify like what what are the okay, qualifiers so yeah so basically we just take take uh each day there'll be four qualifiers on the course so everybody that plays golf will be out there with our pxg tent some hus beers saying hey do you want to try to qualify take a shot i think it costs ten dollars okay uh you knock it in the hole we give you five hundred dollars cash and you get to come back for a million dollars on Saturday. You mean knocking in the hole on the on hole that, nine? On hole two. Or on, on hole two. This is hole two. Qualifying, right? well, that's okay. qualifying. Yeah. Then we take the top. So two chances to win. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Can I do it, too? What? Can I do it, too? She wants to. Can I try it? Yeah, you actually bring up a great point. Now, there are some people that are excluded. It's, amateur, no, it's okay. amateurs only, so I can't do it. Oh. Uh, no golf professionals. No semi-pros uh, or pros or golf yeah. pros. Right. Okay. Um, so that's one of the things that we wanted to do is not to make it like the Phoenix Open or have sure. it at, you know, uh, make it for everybody, for amateurs only. And, uh, so, yeah, the qualifying's right on the course when you're playing golf. You don't have to do anything extra. You can't play. Come out on Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Uh, we'll have, like I said, we'll call it our happy hour. 
Yeah. And we'll down on the range, give you a shot at qualifying on the range where you shoot to a hole on the range, and, and the top qualifiers there will be there Saturday too. Excellent. Now, when you say hit it, in, like you got to just golf that hole and get it in. So, or you're... so yeah, so basically the top, the top four each day. So chances are the reality of hole-in-ones, we've, we haven't had one yet this year at Lone Tree yet. Okay. But, I mean, it happens more than you think. So let's say the first guy goes up there and he hits it a foot away from home. We write, okay. you know, yep. Yep. we say, it's a miracle Chip hit it to a foot. <laughs> we'll get his name, we'll get his information, get his Just email, go. and then we'll send it to him and say, hey, you hit it a foot, and the next four were four feet, whatever it are, whatever we're the top four, we you send qualify. them and say, you got to come okay. back on Saturday. Uh, and so that's how you qualify on the course. So it's, what's great is it's incorporated in your round, right? Yeah. Like, you don't have to do anything extra if you're a golfer. Playing that day, if you can't play that day, come on out. Get up, pop, go blueberry wheat, go down to the range, get your courage up, hit one close there. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, you're, maybe you're playing again, and then come back on Saturday. Yeah. So, so that's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, February 8th through oh, yeah, the 10th. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All cold, right. Still really good. Yeah. You know, one of the things, Alzheimer, um was we didn't mention, Greg, and you alluded to it earlier. When you talked about why you wanted to do a part three kind of event, mm-hmm. the most famous hole at the Waste Management Correct. is 16. And everybody that goes to the Waste Management, your experience has to include going to 16. There's really nothing like it yeah. on earth. Watching these you know, golfers sh- taking that shot yeah. and the entire crowd – Going there, you said you wanted bleachers, and now obviously we're not going to be able to recreate Correct. the stadium hole. Oh man! Oh come on, man! <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but the essence, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. So you think about sixteen, and, and it's now. So that was part of the conversation. Was like number nine. It's got a little bit of amphitheater there, so we put, and I and I told this story. So the first Phoenix Open I played in was in two thousand. And I get to 16, and everybody says, oh, did they have – it wasn't – but it was full. There were bleachers all the way around the green, and it was full. It was still the craziest deal yeah. in golf. When I got up That's there – That's like when Tiger hit, though. Yeah. Hole in so one, right? Had, yeah. 2001, I think. Yes, yeah, so that was a year after you. So, it. yeah. You showed, so it, you Tiger, showed it away. Well, so <laughs> I played in 2000 and 2002. Yeah. Tiger did not play any of those years, and I'm – I'm pretty sure he just saw my name in the tournament. He said, I, <laughs> I, I'm not going. Not. I can't <laughs> compete with that guy. But so the first time I play in that thing, I get to 16. Is it okay to swear on a Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. So I get on 16, and, and I'm, I'm playing, and, and I walk through there. And I played practice rounds, a ton of practice rounds, and I'm walking through the little area to get the tee box, and I'm just about ready to shit my pants. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, there's like 25,000 people here. And I get up there, and it's 157 yards, pins back. And I grab my niner, and my caddy leans over, and he goes, can you get that to the hole? And I go, no chance. I just want to get this on the green and not get booed and get out of here. He goes, bullshit. He grabs the eight, and he goes, this is our only chance to get on Sports Center. Knock it in the hole. I hit it like I hit a great shot right at it. It's about six feet by. I mean, it had a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I missed the putt and got booed, but <laughs> what, what an incredible memory. He goes, dude, it's our only chance to get on Sports Center. Uh, get a club that'll get it all the way back there. Yeah. 
That's oh, a good caddy. Right. What a yeah. great caddy. Yeah. I was going to say. Miss yeah. Scott. I miss Scott. Yeah. So. He, wasn't that, awesome. he wasn't that great of a caddy. <laughs> he wasn't that great of a caddy. But yeah, so yeah. we sat there. I, I've told that story a, a thousand times, but I thought, you know, to give somebody, and there's going to be somebody that qualifies that throws their 10 bucks in and goes, yeah, whatever. And he's going, oh, wow. And he's going to come down there and he's going to go onto the driver range, have to hit it over water, back to the bleachers where the people are, and he's going to get that same feeling of, Wow, not only are all these people watching me, but I got a, ch- a shot at a million dollars. Yeah. You know? So the pressure now. Yeah, so oh, it becomes yeah. a whole different process. The mind game. And my caddy walked me right out of that, you know. Get something, gets the whole let's focus on, you know. So that's it, wild. Yeah. yeah. So that to me is what's so exciting is that, and that's why we, you know, we want, yeah, take oh, a bite of that burger. It's really good. Chilled out a little bit, but if you get on that flavor, you think you're going to love it. Um, but I think that's what really excited all of us about this event and being able to recreate that as kind of the centerpiece with all of the other peripheral events, at, not events, activities and activations that people can do. Yeah. The fact that everybody's going to come down right around that 530 time and lean and lean, get into on the bleachers and around the green and just think about all of the screaming every time. Yeah. That's why I really love about it. Yeah. Every time somebody takes that shot. And everybody's watching the ball in the air. Is the guy that going? To, is it going to go be short and go in the water? And everybody goes, "Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to be encouraging. We're going to be encouraging people to boo." And you yeah. know, <laughs> you can have you signs know. that you hold up. You know, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun. So I hope that everybody that's uh, listening and taking the time to check this out, you know, really kind of gets that, you know, what this is and why we're so excited about it. Yeah, you know, we're. Um, you know, from Huss's perspective, you know, we always want to kind of put it. We, we're so thankful, first and foremost. Like I said, we're celebrating 10 years this year, and we there's no way we can even come close to being here. You know, Greg, you could have lose this. You've been 23 years. You couldn't do this without the residents and the no. members and the people and the friends that have supported you throughout the years. Yeah, it's the same thing with Huss. You know, we, we're not anywhere. You know, we've yeah. grown into, you know, the second, third largest brewery in the state. You know, because we've got a lot of people out there that love us and love our beers. And they also love the fact that we get involved. Sure. And yeah. we do events like this. Yeah. You know, we want we, we don't just make beer and that's it. Yeah. That's all you're going to see about us. We want to help and be part of creating events and activities and things that you can be a part of. You know, it's, you know, they, they call it like in the fancy people call it like brand awareness and things sure. like that. <laughs> you know, and, you, you know, being, being brand adjacent to your people. Those are just fancy terms for just saying, I like doing business with people that I like. Yeah. People like, like us that. because, but they like us because of the fact that we do things with people we like. Sure. And we yeah. like doing things with Greg. We like doing things with Chris. And we like just having cool events. And then it's like, you guys were all of our friends. Yeah. And saying, hey, listen, we're throwing this cool little party. Come and check it out. Bring so the you, family. Yeah. Have a good time. You think about how lucky we are to be in the businesses, industries that we're in, where it's, I mean, we're in something that everybody wants to be part of because it's fun. It right? is fun. Like, yeah. Golf is fun. <laughs> brewing is fun. Drinking yeah. beers is fun. Yeah. I mean, atmosphere is fun. And I think about that every day I walk through the door at Lone Tree, except for today because we got rained out yeah. today. So that pissed me <laughs> off. But, um, Other than that, though. But, yeah, I mean, and, and you think about what you do, and, and I know that uh, that's always been my deal for our employees and everything. It's fun. I want you to come to work to enjoy it. And uh, it's amazing no, it's not amazing. It's automatic how you start to gravitate to other people that do the same thing. And yeah. 
I think about those relationships. Yeah, and then you, like you said, the community, all the high schools, all the kids, everything, we get them, you know, let's get them from start to finish playing at Lone Tree. That's what we want. It's going to be awesome, man. We can't wait for everybody to come out there. We can't thank, you know, Kristen enough for everything that you've done putting it together. All the heavy lifting. All the heavy lifting. (laughs) She's probably so sick of me going, I I am not that smart. I can't. (laughs) I don't even know what a QR code is. (laughs) Like, I learn stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Kristen, then great job putting this bringing all of the pieces together, right? It's, it's been a lot of fun. You know, that's what I do what I do is supporting local, uh, making an idea a reality yeah, and making it unforgettable experiences uh, for people who attend these events. Um, just like, you know, the million dollar shootout that we're hosting. Um, you know, my, my most excitement is being out there that day, uh, seeing a family and you know, the, the dad and the mom, you know, sipping on a beer, watching somebody make this million-dollar hole-in-one shot, everybody freaking out. And another person on the sideline, like, all excited because they found a new PXG club that's going to help their long game. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Just, there's, there's so much going on and smiles on people's faces that you know it's going to be memorable for lifelong. And yeah. to know that I was the one who helped create it with all these people at the table is absolutely fulfilling. Heck, yeah. I love it. So, just real quick, if two people make a hole in one, do they each get a million dollars? They got to split it. They're out. Once one, <laughs> one guy knocks it in, first out. one to get it in, yeah. it's it's uh, we line it up. Yeah, and not your rules. Yeah. His rules yeah. are we'll keep going until somebody makes it. I'll no. <laughs> <No>. self insure, <laughs> which is why I'm not in charge of <laughs> stuff like this, right? I've got an idea, but yeah, yeah wouldn't but, that uh, be like, <laughs> first guy goes up there, knocks it, and everybody's like, oh, it's over. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's over. Hey, read the fine print. He's, He's buying. buying, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. I wasn't going to make it anyways, yeah. But I will say this to kind of, are we wrapping up pretty soon? Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say this to the folks, again, that are listening. You know, we are, you know, this is going to be airing pretty soon. The event, again, is on Saturday, February the 11th, the day before the uh, big game in Glendale. And, you know, just uh, pay attention to your socials, you know, pay attention to this um, website, you know, listen to the radio, visit husbrewing.com, but most importantly, go to uh, Lone Tree Golf 18, Lone Tree Golf 18.com, and uh, get your tickets. You know, tell your friends, tell your folks. We uh, Tickets are on sale right now as we speak. Nice. And our goal is to get, uh, you know, as many tickets sold. We're going to kind of cap this thing out uh, right around 1,000 people. Okay. So if yeah. we can get to that point, we'll sell it out. So we don't want folks to wait. So go ahead and um, visit, the, visit the site. Um, grab your tickets, and uh, there is a refundable in case something does change, right? Up to like 24 hours before, I think. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, well, if it, there it, wasn't, there is now. <laughs> my big, my big ass. Like, what the hell? She's like, she's like, she's like you usually don't like to talk about those. I know. Like, <laughs> it, it depends on 45 the minutes of positivity. And <laughs> uh, then I just grew it all up. I never heard of that refund word. <laughs> Money back guarantees. Okay, yeah, shut yeah, your yeah, mouth. Yeah. All right, wait a second. Can you not hear me anymore? They just turn my mic off. I, I stopped recording about 20 minutes okay, ago, so yeah. No, all kidding aside, no. I just wanted to make sure that everybody knows, you know, grab your tickets now. Um, and, uh, you know, it's going to be a good time. I think I, we're yeah. pumped up. I it. think that you go from the refund. It's so inexpensive. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? Go grab them, give it to some friends. And, and, That's a great and point. And it's supporting you know. a nonprofit. And yeah. it is supporting. Yeah. Yeah. You make a, 
and and let me tell you what that's the other guarantee let's say it gets rained out all those tickets sold we'll just give all the money all to, the money to the, to the first team yeah. i like uh, it so. i like it glad we ironed all that out right thanks chip for really i told you it was all part of the game plan. <laughs> text my lawyer here real quick I know. All right, right on. should i just delete this now yeah <laughs> i was doing so Free well beer for everybody <laughs> yeah yeah. That's going to be the tagline in the episode oh, for the social media. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, guys, thanks for doing this. Thanks for inviting me to, to be, you know, to tell this story. Um, I'm really excited. To, I'm going to try to make it down myself. Uh, I'm not going to qualify. Uh, but, uh, you, never know. you know, maybe I'll try. Maybe you this, never know. You know, let me, let me pound this six pack. You know who might qualify? Your dad might. Your father-in-law yeah. might qualify. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's if he true. Plays, you know, and that's the kind of thing. Is it's it's not just those people. If he plays two, three times a week, absolutely. Yeah, those are the kind of people that want. But also, you know, people like me that play once every couple of months. You know, yeah. Part three, you can get there. You can do it. Yeah. You got to take your shot. Yeah. I would you like be motivated see, now, Chip. I'd like Chip to qualify, and then for him to be on that back, and then skull it and make the entire. Uh, bleach the bleachers scatter, scatter. <laughs> and then, then he would have to buy a lot yeah. of beers. You know, right? Ball lands on the Chip, what are you doing? What are you doing? And they we all knew it was going to happen. With that. <laughs> <laughs> the insurance already well, said I'm not allowed anywhere near people. Yeah. <laughs> You're not even allowed to the vet, Chip. Honestly, yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, no, guys. No, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, we really appreciate that was it. awesome. Absolutely. Thanks so for the thanks food. For, yeah, yeah, thanks for letting us talk about us. Yeah, we're proud of it. Uh, you know, visit our spot down here. I'm going to do another shameless plug if you don't Please mind. Please do. Please we're do. We're actually just in case you guys don't know, Papago Brewing Company. We've got to talk about Orange Blossom. Um, that beer was made famous because originally it was um, made for the original Papago Brewing Company in Scottsdale which is considered some, by some, by many, the birthplace of craft beer here in Arizona. Leah Huss was one of the owners. Kristen, actually, was the last general manager there okay. that, and managing partner, actually, I should say, that ran the place. And um, we're really excited to announce that we're actually reopening Papago Brewing Company. Uh, nice. We're doing that here in a couple of weeks. Nice. Um, we, uh, we actually acquired the old brass tap. In Mesa Riverview, oh um, yeah, right by Sloan Park, okay, on the two hundred two and Dobson, nice. And uh, we're going to be reopening uh, right in the beginning of February, so it's actually even going to be before this. So, Heck those yeah. of you guys listening, uh, come check us out um, during Arizona Beer Week or anything along those lines, and uh, come check out the new Papago as well as any of our Hus Brewing Tap Rooms downtown Phoenix, uptown Phoenix at Campbell and Central, our original down in Tempe, and then obviously at. Uh, Come check some drinks some hot over at Lone Tree. Some walleye, too, here. Right? And Get eat the, the walleye, walleye in downtown. Burger, yeah. uh, exciting <laughs> news, too. I know uh, I talked to talk to Leah about this a little bit. Uh-huh. And you guys are bringing uh, some of the original OG Papago beers back. Yeah, we're going to have the Zoopers yeah. is going to come back. We're actually by Van Steenberg. is brewing up for us in Belgium. It's actually on a ship right now. The kegs are coming over in the, in the middle of the Atlantic, so it should be here hopefully for opening, if not a week or so after that. What is that again? That it's again? a uh, Belgian quad, basically. Okay. You know, Belgian strong ale. Yeah. That is, and uh, Van Steenberger is one of the most famous breweries um, in the world. Okay. Um, and based out of Belgium. And originally, they actually brewed the beer for Papago. Um, brewing company, and uh, they agreed to start doing it again for us for this new iteration of Papago. Wow! So it's nice. going to be the only place in Arizona, actually in the whole country, yeah. yes. that you can uh, get this beer, and uh, we're pretty excited about that. One of I my favorite it. beers I've ever had. Ever? Ever. After I all will, this, I, I, I never was allowed to say that with the guild, but oh, that's right. <laughs> now you can say. But it. now I can say it. Eleven <laughs> percent uh, Belgian quad, mm-hmm. amazing beer. Ooh. Very. It's 
it's very easy to drink. But you got you got to so. watch out because you got to yeah. creep up you. on you. <laughs> It'll get you. Yeah, watch out for this guy that drinks friggin' <laughs> He's from Minnesota. He's from Minnesota. Well, Minnesota. They got they, hey, got they can drink a lot of beer, but yeah. you get them into these strong beers. That's true. Watch that's out. That's true. Because mm-hmm. they keep drinking them like they're drinking Coors Light. Yeah. That's the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> beer is beer, and so I got to watch out. Yeah. It's a, it flows. For me, it's the same. It flows no matter what, whether that's a 4% beer or whether that's a 12% yeah. beer. And you can get My, himself. Yeah. Oh, that's when you start. What did he say earlier? Not drunk? He feels. Uh, Oh, uh, yeah. What, f- <laughs> lack of focus. focus. Lack, lack of focus. focus. Yeah. <laughs> My eyes cannot focus, yeah. So, uh, thanks no. for having us, brother. Yeah, guys, thank you so much. And uh, February 11th, be there. Be there. Yes, yeah. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Thanks, thank guys. Thank you.